Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club podcast. I am your host. You can call me Manny if you like. And this is the very first episode, 43. This is going to be a little different than our normal episode because I'm by myself. Andy is not here. He couldn't make it tonight. And we tried to reschedule, but I actually have a really busy week. So that's okay. And the reason why is I have an interview. Yes. No, not for myself. Not like a job interview, but I interviewed some people. I interviewed the guys from Outplayed Podcast, the new Apex Legends podcast. At least that is their subject for their first season. And uh, yeah, I got to sit down with them earlier this week and we just had uh, an interview just to see what their new podcast is all about. And uh, I, I heard their first episode. I think it's really awesome. So I thought, hey, let me interview these guys, get this on the show and see if all of you would be interested in downloading their podcast and seeing what they're all about. So with that out of the way, I actually have a bit of housekeeping. I have a small announcement And what that is, is that me and my good friend, Bridget, yes, the one you heard last week, we are starting a new podcast. We're starting a podcast all about the division two. So (laughs) I know, I know we just, uh, we have this one and then we try to do that Anthem one. And, uh, so what's going on? Well, I'm, uh, maybe I'm addicted to making podcasts. Not really. Actually, the Division 1 was a great gaming experience for me at the beginning. The leveling was awesome. When you got to end game, you kind of hit a roadblock because the only way to really progress was in the dark zone. And the dark zone was just not balanced properly. There wasn't enough to do. And the game kind of just, you know, I just burnt out on it really, really quickly. I did go back to it like I mentioned last week. I love the franchise And it seems like they're doing everything right with the division two. So I'm really passionate about it. I had an amazing beta experience. The game was so much fun for me. And Bridget is, she's truly a division expert. She is a division pro. Like when I made that comment about all of us fitting into her backpack, that's true actually. So, so that, that's what we're doing. I'm not going to do The same thing that I did with the Anthem show. So the whole Anthem show, it was kind of like a a limited series that were like, let's just see where this goes. Let's see if this can become its own thing, right? Anthem didn't turn out the way that that we thought it would. So, you know, I I actually have uh, uninstalled it from my machine and I'll reinstall it months down the road when when the game is finally out of beta but okay low blow i know sorry just trolling back to the subject at hand 
But yeah, the division, what we're going to do with that is it's just going to be its own podcast, a separate podcast. I'm going to put the very first episode on this feed, just like what I did with Anthem. But with that one, I'm just going to put the very first episode. And then from there, if you're interested, then, you know, go over to iTunes and subscribe. So that's what's going on. I'm really excited. So let's jump into a bit of news. First up, Halo Infinite will be at E3. So during an episode of IGN's Unfiltered, Ryan McCaffrey sat down with studio head of 343 Industries, Bonnie Ross, where she revealed that Halo Infinite will indeed be shown at E3 2019. IGN Unfiltered is actually a really, really good show. If you've never had the chance to go check it out, Ryan McCaffrey sits down with lots of uh, industry experts and people who have been in the business for a really long time. And he just has an interview with them and they're, they're really good. It's a good show. So just, you know, it's a podcast. There's videos on YouTube as well. You can just download IGN's unfiltered with Ryan McCaffrey and, and check out this interview. But I, I recommend his, his show in general because he does a really good job. And actually I just really like Ryan McCaffrey. I think he's a, a really good, uh, He's really good at what he does. But during this interview, she says, one, we want to do more with Halo. And two, we want to have a team that can do their best creative work within our engine. So it really was taking the time off. And as we announced the slip space engine last year, it is all to make sure we're building the platform for the future of Halo. So she kind of talked about the different experiences the studio has had making the last few halo games as 343 industries and overall she's obviously pleased with the studio's progress and what they've done with the series with the franchise but she really sees the split screen engine as as the way forward how to iterate on halo and to make it something different something special and i i don't think in any way that they're gonna steer away from what makes Halo, Halo. But she goes on to say that they're calling Halo Infinite a spiritual reboot. She says, maybe it took us two games to get there, and I think we've done good things and bad things, but what does Halo mean to us? It is about hope and wonder and heroism and humanity and community and bringing a community together. So that sounds great, but it is really, really vague, right? What is a spiritual reboot of Halo? That is so intriguing to me. I have no idea. Well, I do have a couple of ideas. I think uh, with live service games are so popular right now. And I wonder if that's a goal and a desire to make Halo a live service game. And there's been so much speculation about making it like an open world type game, like a, like a large scale open world And some of these comments about community kind of makes those thoughts like not validated, but, but it it entertains those thoughts a bit more. But I think Halo has always been about community, hasn't it? I mean, that's my experience. I started playing Halo way back at the, the very end of, of Halo one and Halo two released. And that game was amazing. It was incredible. It was the best gaming experience that I've ever had rolling into Halo 3. Halo 3 was incredible for me as well. 
those games, that franchise kind of shaped who I am as a gamer. And I think overall, Halo on one hand and World of Warcraft on the other. And that kind of makes up who I am as a gamer. So that community aspect of Halo is it rings true for me because back then I had a bunch of friends that we all played Halo together. And I I had a buddy that when Halo three came out, I took my Xbox and my monitor to his house. We stayed up all night. We beat the campaign. And then, you know, later on, we, we beat the whole game on the hardest difficulty and it was a journey and it was amazing. And it was fantastic. And, And we also got together and had all these Halo land parties and stuff. And, Halo was an amazing experience and it was those community experiences that really made it for me. And, you know, Bonnie Ross has this vision of what Halo has always been and wants to carry it forward, but wants her team, 343 Industries, to kind of push the envelope as to exactly what Halo can achieve, especially with this new technology, their their, uh, slip space engine. So I am so excited. And... It is only a few months away, so I I just I cannot wait for E three. And I know I've I've said it a bunch. I've I think I say it all the time. You know, E three it's gonna be fantastic. So I am so looking forward to it, especially as an Xbox fan, right? Because they're gonna show up big. Next up, Apex Legends hits fifty million players in about a month. Apex has been so much fun. If you haven't had a chance, it's absolutely free. Just go download it and give it a shot. Give it a try. It is such a fun game, but make some friends and jump in there with a couple other people. And if you don't have any friends, hey, what are you doing? Get into our Discord. Quick plug, gamingadventureclub.com slash Discord. There's a ton of people playing Apex. Everybody's really nice. No trolls allowed. We just kick them right out. So it's so it's also a safe place. So come hang out with us. Anyways, back to Apex. So on March 4th, the Twitter account at PlayApex tweeted out, Apex Legends hit 50 million players worldwide. We are humbled by all your support and can't wait to show you what's next. Super exciting. They also released a video where they showed all these different stats of, of all these different things, and a lot of different plays from the community. Then it was really cool, super hype, really exciting. We still have no official word on the season pass, but we know it's coming this month. When asked about the season pass on Twitter, Vince Sampala said, it hasn't even been four weeks since we launched. The team is working hard, I promise. So people are super hungry for the season pass, but there's some questions that still remain, right? Like how much is it going to be? What exactly is included in this price and how difficult is it going to be to unlock everything? There's speculation all over the place. People think the new legend will be sold as a package with a season pass. Some people are thinking that it's going to be separate. Some people think you'll just unlock it over time. We have no clue. We have no idea, but we're going to find out really, really soon. All right. So with that, we're going to jump into the interview with the gentleman over at Outplayed Podcast. So check it out. Apex Legends is now 50 million players strong. And as the saying goes, 
Strike while the iron is hot. Well, I have three men with me who are doing just that from the brand new podcast, Outplayed. We have Eric. Hello, hello. And Flavorous. Nice to be with you again. Last but not least, R.H. Larson. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Well, yeah, dudes. Thank you so much for coming to hang out. And I've got some questions for you guys so everybody can kind of uh, get to know who you are and what you guys are doing with this new Outplayed podcast. So the, the podcast itself, let's talk about that. It's not your typical Apex Legends podcast, right? You guys are doing something a little different. So, uh, Lurson, let's start with you, man. What is the, the vision for this, this podcast? You guys are doing something with like seasons and stuff, right? Yeah. So we're starting out with Apex and, uh, we're focusing on getting better at, uh, small team tactics. And, uh, our, our motto throughout this entire series is going to be, uh, improving every single time, just learning all the, all the ins and outs of the game and just really diving really deep. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, man. That sounds awesome. Flav, Eric, anything you guys want to add to that? Well, yeah, it's it's all about the little improvements. Uh, we we want to reach the average player. None of us are really great at this game yet. Most of our friends aren't either, except for Teddy. He's he's really good. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all about just improving one game at a time and and seeing those little small increments. That's what we want. And it's also about, you know, like uh, Larson said, it's about small team tactics and learning how to move around the field and go up against, you know, 57 other people, right? So yeah. it's a battle royale, of course, but our main focus is all about teamwork and communication and um, and working together. Sounds good, man. I like that. There, there are a few new Apex uh, Legends podcasts out there. Um, but, but they're coming at it from a different angle. They're coming out of just like conversations and, and there's some other ones that are actually really good with, with interviews and stuff. But, but I really like your approach because there's so much more to a, a battle royale than just getting in there and having skills that you bring to the game. You know, most of us aren't like super top tier players, right? So you, you've got to get better over time, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, we hope so. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, we've got a, our previous podcast was sufficiently afflicted and that was, that covered Battlefield and we went really deep into a single game. This yeah. time without played, we wanted to approach this from a little bit of a different angle. We wanted to take that same approach with the teamwork and bring it to just basically shooters. So yeah. season one, obviously, like we said, is going to be Apex Legends right now. It's hot. It's, it's a decent battle royale game. Well, it's, let's just say it's a, it's a good battle royale game. Yeah. And when we get tired of that, meh. Well, we'll probably move on to something else. See what's next. Awesome. So yeah, shooters are your guys things. Like you said, you, you've done the, the battlefield podcast, but what are listeners going to see? Where are they going to be able to learn from you guys, from your past experiences? What kind of, uh, I guess, uh, knowledge, what you guys are bringing to the table? What are people going to be able to expect when they subscribe? Well, it's not actually knowledge about shooters so much as it is knowledge about how to get better. That's our thing. We, yeah. uh, we suck at stuff really well, <laughs> and then we also get good at stuff really well. Yeah. Uh, and and so, yeah, you, you brought up the other podcasts, and, man, there's some really good ones out there. And, like, Enter the Apex, mm -hmm. I've really, really been enjoying those guys. Yeah. Completely not our style, though. Uh, completely yeah. different direction, and I'm happy to coexist alongside them because uh, we bring different things. 
Also, if somebody downloads your show, what kind of like format are they going to find? It, like, are you guys going to do like interviews or like gun reviews or legend reviews? Well, that's a really good question. <laughs> uh, no, probably we- not that specific, honestly. Okay, uh, yeah. Because honestly, if you look at a streamer right now, they're going to tell you to use the wingman. I can't yeah. use the wingman. So I'm not going to bring you a review telling you that you should definitely use this gun or this gun. It's all down to what skill level you're at and how mm-hmm. you play. Like, my favorite gun is the triple take. Everybody yeah. on, oh, Sorry. Edit that out. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was back on my cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody hates the triple take, pretty much. I'm really good with it. And so I don't want to bring weapon reviews or legend reviews because this is an everyman podcast and we're all in different places. Well, it's true. But one of the other things about it is we're going to ask, we're going to give people the tools that we give ourselves, right? When we challenge ourselves to do stuff, we look at like, what's the capability of the game? What capabilities do we bring to the game? How can we match our play style to a particular type of character or a particular way of playing in the game? And uh, we take a, a real deep dive into, you know, who you are as a player and how you interact with your teammates and how to find the best way to interact with your teammates. That's what's worked for us in the past. Um, that's how we get along with one another in the game. And that's how we actually hang out with each other outside the game. Yeah. So that's what we're really trying to bring. Uh, you know, Larson said our motto is improvement. Well, it's actually even further than that. Our motto is relentless improvement. And we're going to go ahead and just try to nail it every single time. That's really what we're focused on. So, like uh, if I was saying, every streamer is going to tell you that you need to use the wingman, but the very nature of a battle royale game is you drop with nothing. So if I don't find a wingman, now what am I supposed to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we really try to give you the skills that you use, like, map knowledge. So yeah. you can dr- every time you drop, you're going to drop with your own map knowledge. Every time you drop, you're going to have your game IQ. So you, you can't really rely on the best gun in the game because you're not going to always get it. And it's not about the best gun. It's about the best person who's holding the gun, honestly. And that's the skills that we want to help engender. That's what we're trying to give in our, in our own selves is, is what we bring to the game. So you yeah. can pick up a really, <laughs> gun, uh, excuse me. You can pick up a really <laughs> bad gun. <laughs> you can pick up a really bad gun and yeah. still do moderately well with it if you have good positioning and if you have the patience to take your time to assess the situation before diving straight into it and uh, and trying to figure out what the other teams are also doing, right? Yeah. We're constantly going to be watching for stuff. And like, like uh, we've said, though, we're not pros at this game yet. We're going to be making these tips up as we go because we're learning. And that's why we want to, we want to invite the listeners along for the ride with us. You know, uh, we're hoping to have a lot of interaction with those who listen to us. Have them send in tips, have them send in things that they're learning about the game and about themselves, and then, you know, push forward and, and, and offer that up to the rest of the community. And um, at the end of the day, we really want everybody to feel like they're all part of the, the same big squad. Nice. I like that. Yeah. And from my perspective, just knowing you guys for a while, uh, just some basic observations I made about you guys. I, I like the fact that, like Flav, you have taken your your battlefield knowledge and you, you went from, and you talked about this on a show recently where 
where you were kind of average and then you were able to climb all the way up to like the, the 1% of players in battlefield. Right. And so, and, and that was a journey, right? It was a journey from, from learning tactics and figuring out how to play better. And it was, it was through understanding, right? It's not just like you, you just were born with these skills, right? You, you kind of honed these skills over time. Yeah. And to this day, I will get outgunned in battlefield if I just have, a, a stand and shoot battle with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'm not great on the sticks. There's other ways to be good at games. It turns out. Yeah. And you just, ha- you have to figure out what that strength is. And the cool thing about apex is so many people are playing it that I'm getting to see all of these different styles of play mm-hmm. and these different approaches like Teddy, for example, he's really good at close quarters, which I am not. And it turns out we're a good team because I will uh, plink at people far away while he pushes in. And then once he's disrupted them, I'll push in. And we have had huge success. Yeah. And it's very different from what, say, me and Lurson do together, which is uh, me and Lurson have a pretty similar play style, actually. And so it's just so dynamic. And a lot of YouTube videos just give you these very simple tips and tricks, but they don't Mm -hmm. go in depth and they don't try to understand the person behind the gun. Like Eric was saying. Uh, so everything is dynamic and we want to embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. I have this similar, uh, experience when I, whenever I play with Thaden, like, you know, he usually likes to rush in. And then by the time I'm there, like I just see a bunch of boxes all over the place. And it's like, dang dude, he's super good at close range. But, uh, uh, Eric, Eric, one thing that I like about you is your team awareness and how you have just this consciousness about the map and, and positioning where you are and where everybody else is. And you have this, this innate ability to keep people together. And is that, is that something that you just feel is, is just a natural strength or is that something that you've kind of like learned over time? <laughs> no, that's definitely not a natural strength. It's something you learn, especially if you care about the people that you're running with. Um, yeah. you want the best for them. And so you're going to watch out for them. Right. And yeah. I know that, you know, in a game, I, I constantly go on about the fact that people go ahead and die way too easily in games. Mm-hmm. You know, they just hit the respawn and that's who we are as gamers. But I don't really approach gaming like that. Uh, I'd like to see us get to the end of the game, um, in one life. And obviously with a battle royale, that's should be the objective, right? You want to try yeah. to get through without getting taken down. Now, Apex Legend has thrown us a nice curveball by giving us the respawn mechanic. Nice for them. Yes. But at the end of the day, if, if uh, you know, I really want to see us succeed, and that means I'm going to watch your back. For sure. Definitely. Larson, one thing that I have kind of observed just playing with you different games is your map awareness. I think you become like just uh, really aware of your surroundings and you're able to kind of utilize just wherever we are to pull off a good flank or to, to position your team in a way that, that, you know, gets us the victory. And honestly, there's some just kind of pure skill. Like <laughs> I think you're just a good player. Uh, well, that is very kind of you to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, whereas Flav is our uh, resident out player. I, uh, <laughs> I am the mm-hmm. uh, out shooter on the team. I uh, I came from a lot of Battlefield games, or not Battlefield, uh, Call of Duty. Sorry, uh, and Call of sure. Duty is a much much twitchier game. So, uh, and luckily, uh, I came from Titanfall as well, which is even twitchier than Call of Duty. Awesome. Putting the uh, the reticle on the head is something I have 
really, really tried to nail down. And uh, as far as map awareness, uh, yeah, it comes from playing a lot of Battle Royale games. This is not my first Battle Royale. I actually played uh, a lot of Fortnite. Did Epic send you some merit badges? Because you were like, <laughs> you like went over 80 wins and they're just like, you know what? Let's just you know, send this guy a patch. They they should have. They really should have. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but uh, I also played uh, Realm Royale. That's the only one I played. I played Realm yeah. Royale and uh, Blackout, of course. I feel like there was another one I played as well, but just PUBG. more. Oh, yeah, PUBG. That PUBG. Was, I hate to forget about yeah, that Yeah, I knew you were on a quest for a while to try and get at least one win with all the... Uh, so far, uh, everyone I've played, I've gotten at least the one. But, uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, but the the more you play a Battle Royale, the more you learn how the uh, storm moves. Yeah. And uh, just learning how, how to flank just inside the storm or even going into the storm to get behind a team and uh, keeping that storm right to your back so you know that you're not going to get flanked is... Yeah. It's a skill you really need to learn. We call him Storm Master. He's the Master Storm of Storms. <laughs> I like it. Yes. All right. Well, I have some some multiple choice questions for you guys. I'm going to ask you and you guys answer, and then I'll tell you what the correct answer is. Are you guys ready for this? Nope. No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Here we go. If your teammate is in a gunfight, do you A, try and work a quick flank, B, Look around to see if you're in danger, or C, keep looting boxes. <laughs> well, it's not C. Uh, I feel like it's a trick question, because uh, it really depends on who that teammate is, what he has as weapons, and how many people are on him. Good answer. You're going with D. I'm going with D. <laughs> None uh, of I the need, above. Uh, I need more information. All right. <laughs> All right, Flav, how, how do you answer that? What happens? What's oh, the right okay. move? Uh, okay. If I'm playing like with Lurson or Teddy, it's definitely A because they can stay alive long enough for me to pull off a flank. Nice. Nice. Is Eric still missing in action? No, I just got back on and I apologize, man. Oh, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'll ask you the question and then you just answer it. So here, here's your question. These are multiple choice questions and then I'll tell you the correct answer. So if your teammate is in a gunfight, do you A, try and work out a quick flank? B, look around to see if you're also in danger. Or C, keep looting boxes. <laughs> well, C all the way, of course. No. No. I'm going to look around and see if anybody else is in danger and try to figure out um, if, you know, where somebody else is coming in from. So I guess what was that? Option B, I guess. Um, I'm not going to go running immediately to the guy. Uh, even though he's getting shot uh, and I do want to help him out, I don't want to put both of us into a, a bad situation. There is a mysterious option D that Larson took, which is none of the above. <laughs> here's the here's the problem. Uh, so your your guy is in a room with uh, the opposite team, and they're shooting him. If you go sprinting to his aid and yeah. he goes down, then you're going to run through the door, and it's going to be one v one again. So you want to flank him the best you can if you have the time, so that it's uh, if your teammate goes down, then you're behind them and you have the advantage. Well, I think that's a good point uh, to try to flank. But at the other, on the other thing, you've got a pretty long timer for the revive, right? And so if you can stop and assess and determine, because obviously if, if your guy went down, and especially if he's doing the right thing and pinging whoever's in the room with him, you're going to know how many people are in there with him, right? He's going to be making the proper call outs and either using the ping system or, or being on the, on the comms. 
Maybe the best thing to do in the situation is not to move in at all and let them carry on. Now, granted, I've noticed that a lot more people are thirsting folks in this game now than they were initially. So there's a good possibility that you'll just be picking up the guy's banner. But hey, if that's the case, go ahead and pick up the guy's banner. Take the time to not put yourself into an un- a disadvantageous situation. Take the time to actually make sure that you can bring to bear your own proper firepower. And what that may mean is that you just wait until they all leave, right? You go in, pick your, pick your dude up, and then uh, and then move on. That's just mm-hmm. one of many options. I have a counterpoint, and that is Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah That's you option could just do e. that if you want to go ahead and do that. Yeah. <laughs> option E, with Leroy. All right, all right, so, next question, next question. So if your squad encounters another squad and you guys pull off one kill, do you let A, the guy just crawl around on the ground until you handle the rest of his team, B, do you shoot that guy dead? Or C, do you walk up and perform your finishing move? Definitely not C. You don't want to do a finisher move while there's still other people anywhere close because you're going to get shot down or whatever. Uh, it's, it's definitely between A and B. I think A was the uh, leave him crawling around. You don't want him to sit there and ping you guys all the time and tell them what you're doing. You don't want him, him to notice your flank routes. So... If your team is not currently getting shot at, what I've been doing lately is sticking a uh, throwing star to his face and letting that take care of him. So I don't have to waste my ammo. He can't mm-hmm. use his shield to block it, uh, and it just finishes him nice and quick. This game is all about aggression. Uh, so if you do get a knock, you need to push the other two. That's a 3v2. The odds are in your favor. You're going to come come across those people that are going to one or two shot you with a peacekeeper. That's fine. You're going to lose some of those fights where you should have won them. That's fine, but you need to stay aggressive. So you need to push that. If you get a knock, push that. Eric, what do you think, buddy? Well, that's why I like rolling with these guys. They said it all. All right, there you go. So those questions were designed to determine what type of players you are. And you guys all got them wrong. You need to keep looting, and you need to be pulling off those sweet finishing moves. <laughs> that is what the video game's all about. That's about fun, right? All right. No, just kidding. All right. Next question. Now, these are to determine what type of person you are. All right? Answer these quickly. Don't even think about them. What is your favorite and least favorite color? Uh... Quick. Don't think. <laughs> Well, you got to give us an order. <laughs> Just Who's going out. first? All right, fine, fine, fine. All right, Larson, what is your... All right, all right. How about this? How about this? I got three questions, and I'm going to ask you each a different question. Larson, okay. what is oh, your oh, favorite oh. and least favorite color? I mean, I like a nice uh, black and gold combo, black, white, and gold. That's not a color. It's a color scheme. But uh, your browns, I don't like brown. <laughs> okay. Yeah, brown sucks. <laughs> all right, Flav. I, like, I, I like brown. Do you? All right. <laughs> Flav, what is your favorite and least favorite sound? Oh, uh, my least favorite sound is uh, somebody picking at their fingernails. That makes me uh, hurt in my teeth. <laughs> all right, but what what is your favorite sound? Uh oh, uh my favorite sound is the kill sound from Battlefield One, which is like a cash register sound. It uh it's like crack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, Eric, what is your favorite and least favorite smell? Oh, favorite and least favorite smell? Yes. Okay. Uh favorite is probably gonna be a uh 
Ah, uh, probably baklava. I love oh. the smell of baklava. <laughs> All right. So complex. Of course yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. My least favorite smell is dead simple. It's dog poop. I just freaking, I, I want to hurl every time I smell it. I'll do it. Oh, I love my dog. I'll take care of it. I love my dog. Uh-huh. The measure of my love for my dog is how I have to deal with that poop. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Lastly, these questions are about what kind of apex player you are, or at least what you like in the game. So you guys could answer this in any order, but I need to know what is your favorite weapon and what is your favorite legend? Okay. Uh, my favorite weapon is the triple take. I said it before. Uh, I like sitting back a little bit. It feels like the Arasaka from Battlefield. Most of you won't get that. Some of you will. It has really good handling. Uh, my favorite legend is Bloodhound. I really like just having a little bit of advanced knowledge. Gotcha. Larson, how about you, buddy? I enjoy the wingman. Uh, and my favorite character is Pathfinder. But they gotta do something about his hitbox because he is just too, <laughs> too big. Uh, too big. We actually, we actually noticed his character model sticks out past his character. So when I was hiding behind a box, uh, Flav can attest to this, I was actually getting shot because my hitbox was larger than my character. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was either that or just severe lag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Eric, what about you, man? Favorite gun, favorite legend. Oh, man. It's my favorite gun in Titanfall. It's my favorite gun in Apex. It's the R301, man. Your good basic. Good choice. Yeah, your basic assault rifle. Oh, that's and, great, man. And I'll go for the basic assault player, Bangalore. I, I, I've really liked playing with her the most out of the ones I've tried so far. Granted, I'm not quick to switch between the different characters, so I've really only played Lifeline, uh, Gibraltar, Bangalore and some on Wraith. Nice. All right. Lastly, what is your least favorite? Least favorite weapon, least favorite legend. Larson, let's start with you, man. Um, least favorite weapon is the P2020. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, I wanna, everyone wants me to say Mosin, uh, Mozambique, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that gun alone for a little right, bit. Right. It's fine. It's had enough uh, hate. <laughs> And my least favorite character, I think, uh, would be a mix between Gibraltar or uh, Caustic. They're both pretty bad in my hands. Awesome. I heard about a um, that they're releasing a Mega Gibraltar and two players <laughs> control them at the same time, I think. Mm, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. I got the legs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Flav, how about you, man? Least favorite. I'm not going to go with the easy ones, so I'm going to say my least favorite is the Devotion. Just really don't oh, like that weapon. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the fact that I have to get the turbocharger for it. Yeah. And I don't like the fact that it's hard to find energy ammo. Astute listeners will say, hey, you have to find the choke for the triple take, and <laughs> I was you have thinking to find that. energy ammo. <laughs> I was going to call you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought and that to those, too. And to those people, I say, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Eric, how uh, about you? Oh, oh, yeah, your legend, too, your legend. Yeah, yeah, my legend is, uh, it's got to be Gibraltar. He's just so 
large. <laughs> <laughs> That's no reason to hate. <laughs> it is when bullets are hitting me. <laughs> All right, Eric. You're last, right. buddy. I'm last. I'm always the last guy. <laughs> These guys are gonna, I got to deal with all their picks. Um, no, it's Mirage. I know everybody likes his witty banter. It just yeah. grates on my nerves, man. Um, yeah. His kit is pretty basic as well. I, I don't find much uh-huh. usefulness in his kit, um, especially now that we've become more familiar with the game. It's pretty easy to determine which one is the decoy. Yeah. There you go. How about a, how about a gun? Is there a gun that you just will not pick up? Will not be, no, I'll pick up everything. Um, okay. <laughs> prefer <laughs> not one, to pick up. Yeah, I prefer not to pick up. Ah, for a while, it was the um, it was the Eva Eight. Um, oh, yeah. But I think I'm gonna have to go with the alternator. It's so inconsistent whenever I use it. Um, I feel like the bullets are not coming out in the direction that I'm aiming. So nice. it's either me or it's the gun. All righty. I love that gun. <laughs> Good answers, exactly. boys. I feel like you got these uh, survey questions off of uh, legendsonly.com. I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I heard what kind of Apex player we were matched with. I heard a commercial on a podcast I listened to, and I had to go check it out. So that's where these questions came from. So These, yeah. are, these are actually really good. Good job, I, I like these. We, you know what? In fact, um, we might just uh, slip you a little cash under the table and take them from you. <laughs> well, I had actually I had a ton of other stuff I wanted to ask you, but you know, I wanted to – Keep the segment relatively um, not super long. So there you That's go. That's all right. We need to have some Apex to play. <laughs> For more information, just go over to uh, – you guys should be – you guys are now on iTunes. Should be on Google Play and Spotify But by the time everybody gets this. Uh, just look for uh, podcast Outplayed, and there's no E in Outplayed. O-U-T-P-L-A-Y-D. Like you said, hopefully everything's uh, sorted out by then. Currently, as we record this, we're not searchable in iTunes, though we are on iTunes, uh, but we are searchable on Spotify. You can find us on Podbean. Uh, it turns out it takes a it takes a little bit of time to get approved by all sure. these big guys. So, yeah, yeah man, we just our, our first uh, first cast was today, so you know when it, when we published <laughs> it yesterday and it first came out really today. So there you go. Yeah, there. this this should be. Uh, coming out on the 11th of March. So hopefully by then it'll be out. If not, go follow these guys on Twitter. Just go over to uh, at outplayed, right? Or outplayed cast. cast. There you go. Yeah. No E. The E is not only silent, it's invisible. Yeah. It's useless. Who needs that? <laughs> Definitely go, uh, go over to the Twitter. Our, uh, our buddy Damo is watching it like a hawk and he is ready to interact with you guys. So, he will make sure that we get all the stuff we need to know to interact with you properly. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, man. Yeah. It was fun. Cool. Well, go check these guys out. So that was my interview with the boys from Outplayed Podcast. Super happy to have been able to sit down with them this week and to just pick their brains about their new show and what you could expect by downloading. And I want you to do that. I believe in these guys. They've done really good things in the past. So go show your support. Pick up your phone. Even if you're not going to listen to it, I don't care. Download their show, subscribe, and show them some love. Uh, reach out to them on Twitter. Um, I, I, you know, I, I mentioned their Twitter account as well. 
and just show them some love, man. So that is a show. Thanks so much for hanging out with me tonight. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you have any feedback for us whatsoever, just go over to our website, gamingadventureclub.com, and you'll find all the links there to get in contact with us. You could also send us a speak pipe. We would love to hear your awesome voice. Speakpipe.com slash gamingadventureclub. And if you like the show, don't thank us. Thank our Patreon supporters, because without them, we would not be doing this show. So thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate it. And if you want to become a part of our support team, then go over to patreon.com slash gamingadventureclub. And for iTunes reviews, we did get a new five-star rating with nothing written. So thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. And if you have the opportunity, please go over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. That gives us extra exposure and we would greatly appreciate it. So as I mentioned earlier, if you're not in the club now, then I want to invite you to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and jump into our community. Come say hi. There's a lot of really good people in there and I think you'll have a really good time. So thanks again for hanging out with me and until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.